and welcome podcast listeners uh, to Hacker Public Radio. I'm your host, Phoenix, and I'm joined tonight with fellow HPR host and new boy, Tom McKenzie. Uh, Tom has been running a recent series of interviews with Black Hats, uh, which has had mixed reviews, but the latest episode has left everyone thirsty for more. And on February the 13th, Tom released an advisory with regards to a bug. Um, He also released a proof of concept uh, for a bug that he found in WordPress versions 2.9 and 2.91 and was later patched in version uh, 2.92. So without delay, welcome to today's guest, uh, Thomas McKenzie. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good, thanks. Um, Glad to be uh, being interviewed by you. Looking forward to the battle that we're going to have. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone, if any of the Hacker Public Radio listeners are, are unaware, Tom and I um, podcast together on uh, another podcast. We release the shows on Hacker Public Radio as well, but we uh, both podcast on a podcast called TrackSec. Um, so, yeah, we I, I know Tom a little bit, and I, I heard about what was going on at the time, uh, and and Tom approached me. He was very interested in getting the news about this this advisory out. Um, uh, Tom, I think probably the easiest thing to do, I think, to start off with, we should probably get yourself to introduce yourself to the Hacker Public Radio listeners that might not have come across you before. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so I'm Thomas McKenzie, um, and my screen name is TMACUK. Uh, I'm currently studying at Northumbria University, Ethical hacking for computer security. So I'm in the first year. Um, I have been involved within. Well, I've been involved with computers since the age of 11, 12, and my dad's uh, a big fan of. Well, he was a big fan of binary coding, so I've been brought up around with that for a while, and uh, I built my own computer when I was younger. And then as I got into GCSEs, I was interested in website building, and from there I got into web applications. Um, and that's where really like my love of security came from. Um, I'd say that I'm quite well. I'm quite well versed in web application stuff, and currently uh, just actually received a job for Random Storm doing some web app testing, some network penetration testing. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm just regular 18 year old student likes going out to the pub and uh, likes learning at uni. <laughs> Um, and Tom, the I suppose the next question for me is: is could you, in layman's terms, describe the bug that you found in there at the time that you released this? I'm right in thinking that this was the 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 the, the prescribed version of WordPress, the the up to date version, the 2.9.1, I think it was at the time yeah. that the problem was in 2.9. Could you, because I, I, I'm aware that many people on HPR probably run some versions of WordPress, blog quite a bit, you know, they're, they're quite an electronic community, they might not have come across this, uh, this, this report, but could you kind of, in layman's terms, explain exactly what the bug was that you, you found? Yeah, well, what I'll do is I'll just explain how I came about it because that's probably the easiest way to do it. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, first, yeah, first of all, what happened was is that um, I have um, a person on my blog at the moment called Dark Otter, and he's currently doing a, a guest series on cryptography. Um, what I did is I created an account on my WordPress so that he could upload them, um, and what he does is he does he does draft copies and has them so that they're published in the future, so like at the end of the week. 
so that I can check them before they go live. Now, I was sat in C programming um, at university when I got um, an alert saying that he posted one, and I checked it. And as I checked it, I um, I looked at the, it's called permalinks in WordPress, and it's basically just like the, the URL and how um, the post is posted to the website and um, how it is shown in the URL. And um, it's like um, question mark P equals and then the number. Um, I grabbed that and I, uh, I put it into, I put it in the URL bar. Bearing in mind, obviously, this was a draft post at the time. It actually came up in the title, the title of the of the post. So I played around with it, and I did Happy New Year 2011, and anybody could see that as well. So from there, I got a bit excited, thinking, you know, eBay, PlayStation, they all use it. And imagine if you you saw an announced PlayStation 4 or whatever, how famous you would be. So I went about researching a bit further into it. Um, I got a bit further, and what happened was is that the actual title book was part of the theme that I was running called Pixel. Um, I fixed that and got in touch with the creator, and he um, updated the version of the um, of the theme. So, in actual fact, I found two bugs: one within the theme and one within the actual WordPress. I went a bit further into it, and I figured out that you can basically view trashed posts. Um, by doing the exact same URL manipulation, URL traversing, I think it's called. Basically, in 2.9, WordPress um, incorporated a, a new feature called Trash, which is pretty much the same as Windows and Microsoft's recycling bin. What it does is it doesn't delete the post. It just puts it into an allocated space. Um, and what that means, basically, um, you are able to still see the post when it's trashed. So what it does is it doesn't just bring it in the title, it actually shows the full deleted post. And I had a few posts that I was drafting and I thought, nah, you know, that's a bit dodgy, I may not post that or, you know, I haven't got permission from whoever, so I deleted it without realizing that, you know, some of the that you could do a draft, you could view them. Um so along with Ryan Dewhurst, um, we wrote a, a proof of concept which searched through um each URL um, and found these posts, and you could view them on any on any WordPress version, um, no matter which type of permalinks they were running. Um, so any any blog with uh, any trashed post was vulnerable to the attack. Really, that's the layman's terms. That's quite long. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom, so let me get this right. Uh, we. We write a blog post about something, we save it in the drafts, then we decide we're not going to post this for whatever reason, and we delete it, and yet you've yeah. written a proof of concept code that will enable good guys and bad guys to to, to enumerate the, 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 the possible URL variations uh, and re retrieve what's in the trash. Is that that? That's right. Yeah, I mean, that's... That, that's right. Yeah, I mean, not you. You mentioned draft posts, not just draft posts. If you've um, posted anything as well, and then decided now nah, delete that, or someone got in touch with you and said this was wrong or whatever, and you deleted it, it doesn't get deleted. It gets put into the trash. So basically, this no matter how how the post was published or if it wasn't published, when you click the trash button, then anyone can view it as if it was a normal post. 
Okay, and I'm right in saying that this is not a, a, an unauthorized user error. This is not to say that 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 basically it's not a random robot that can do it. That that you actually have to have an account to log on, be it a subscriber, someone able any do, account. You do have to be authenticated. That's right. Yeah, I mean most um, most themes actually don't have a link to um, to register on people's blogs. What a lot of people don't realize is that within the admin panel of WordPress, there is a button or an option to turn registration off. But what a lot of people didn't do is they didn't actually, you did do that. A lot of people, because obviously it's quite easy CMS to use, a lot of people just, you know, changed the theme or got rid of that part and just thought, yeah, I'm safe. But as long as you put WP um, hyphen register.php after the URL, then and most sites you can register, you can register on the site and run the script that you can find on my website. Okay, cool, okay. Um, I think what would be really good at this point is maybe to talk through the steps that you did to to actually prove the vulnerability. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Um, it it got a bit complicated because obviously I mentioned before about the theme. Um, and that kind of like threw me off course a bit because I thought, well, I found this bug, or no, maybe I haven't, it's the theme, and then, well, maybe there is a bug there. Um, and I got in touch with you, and you gave me some advice, and Ryan gave me a bit of advice as well and gave me a lot of help, and um, a guy off the course called Matthew Hughes gave me some help, and also Digi Ninja, um, he gave me a hand as well. Um, in proxy, he... Uh, Ryan got in touch with him. He's in the proof of concept. But basically, I went about um, downloading the old version. So I got 2.8.6, and I got 2.9, and 2.9.1. And I put them in virtual machines, and I also put them in, um, used XAMP um, to basically put um, them on my local machine. And I did the same test over and over on each one, and I think I've got about 50 screenshots on my computer just documenting what I did. Um, I then got in touch with Ryan. We wrote the advisory together. Um, and I went to go... Basically, WordPress has this bug system called Track. And I went on there, and I searched for the bug, how I would explain it. I mean, on my website, um, if you if it's on the website, it's name it a failure to restrict URL access and we got that like name from, from OWASP. OWASP have a similar um, vulnerability um, for something else and we, we basically got the title from there. So when I was searching track I was searching for you know failure to restrict URL access or URL manipulation or enumeration and uh, I didn't find anything so I thought well you know I must have found this bug so I tried going on track and you know putting it up but there's too many rules and regulations and to be honest like I just wanted to get it fixed so I um I emailed security at wordpress.org and uh, within an hour I got a uh, a reply from a Ryan this Ryan um I can't remember his surname I got a re reply um he basically turned around and said will this fix it gave me a bit of code tried it out and said yeah that fixes it um, and what it what it basically did is there's there's already some predefined code that says um, 
if it's in spam or if it's in the deleted folder or if it's in this folder or whatever, you can't view it. Um, and all he did was just moved trash up into the same into the same part of the code. It was a simple fix, but obviously for some for some big companies that will use WordPress, there may be something in the trash that they don't want other companies to see. Yeah, I mean, um, if they're not uh, if they're not keeping up to date with their advisories or their update policies, then uh, they could still be vulnerable to it. Yeah, I mean, from there, basically, what I did is it, it all got fixed. I released the advisory, and uh, yeah, when I went about my day, got a ton of hits on my website, a lot of Google hits, and that was pretty much about it, really. And then you're you're going to ask me now about the uh, <laughs> the bad stuff that came from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, having some insider knowledge on the podcast does help. Um, yeah, there's no, there's no easy way of saying it. Um, I, I believe a couple of days afterwards, um, it got raised to your attention that this wasn't a freshly discovered vulnerability. All that you were probably the first one, from what I understand by the looks of it, you were the first one to, to <coughs> recognise it as actually a security vulnerability. Um, it, it seems that this bug was discovered previously um, and reported to, 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 to WordPress who didn't do anything. Um, that, that's yeah. correct, isn't it? But I think you were the first that's one to, to, yeah. to, to apply it in a, in a hacking context and say, actually, this is rather not a, a bug, but rather a vulnerability that it could be exploited. Yeah, I mean, um, the, I'll, I'll mention the guy's name because at the end of the, the, the day, you know this guy. This guy found it first. So Caesar's Grunt, he's called. Um, he found the vulnerability and reported it. Oh well, he found the bug and reported it on Track. Um, and from Track, he put it as like a medium, like a medium bug. But as soon as it went on there, it got moved straight down to low. It, it wasn't considered. The only reason I can I can think why WordPress didn't do anything about it, or it was it was shunted to the back of a long queue, is that. If you look, if you look on track, it isn't explained very well. Like all he says is he basically mentions trash. He mentions about being able to see some posts, but he doesn't. He doesn't go into detail. He, he he posts once and then that's it. And then somebody else tries to back him up. Um, so I think when I like I said when I searched track, I I was looking for specific things. I was looking for um, what I called, what I called the, uh, what I called it. So you know, like I say, I was looking for failure to restrict URL access, enumeration, um, URL traversing, um, them types of things, and that's why I didn't find it. And like you say, it came, it came to my attention um, in quite a, it was quite strong, really. Um, the the blog post that was on it. Um, mm -hmm. And I have received a few comments on my website which I haven't published that have been quite offensive, saying that you know I've st I stole the idea or this isn't anything to do with me. You just got all the credit for it. And well, if if that's what they want to think, then that's fair enough. But I, I know you know, and I know that Ryan Jewess knows, and I know quite a lot of people on my course know that I put hours into you know trying to prove this and actually like um, any advisory. Do you know what I mean? I mean, in your in your defence, uh, you know, I spoke to you at the time about what I believe to be an appropriate testing mechanism for for doing this. Uh, just in my opinion, um, 
I mean, I read the blog post just recently, and I thought it was um, a, a, a tad sight judgmental um, about lots of things. I didn't really take into account that, yes, okay, this issue was reported. Um, it was reported, in my opinion, uh, but bearing in mind I'm a security guy, so I tend to look at these things this way, um, that, that it was reported in a, in a true developer's way of reporting problems, that this is the problem with the code and this does this. And there was no, um, for me, there was no, if you'd have looked at that, you wouldn't have thought, my God, there's a vulnerability here. Your point's absolutely right that a company could have, uh, could have had data being released, leaked um, for, 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 for quite a while now, um, while this bug sat in, in track for, for three, what is it, it was there three or four months or something? Three, like three that. months, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was particularly harsh, and in your defence, I, I would definitely come coming up and jump, jump to that. Um, yeah, I mean, what are you supposed to do? I mean, you draw similarly to that Dan Kaminsky and and Maximal on Spike found the null prefix um, SSL attack round about the same time independently. Researchers do this yeah. all the time. It's not it's not nothing new. Um, I certainly wouldn't be questioning someone's honesty. Um, I mean, this is yeah, why it's that, important. Yeah, that, that's what came across. I mean, yeah. Um, the, the thing the thing that I will say in the defense of the blog post is that it was very well argumented um the 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 guy i mean I've spoke to him since and um there's been no apologies or anything because there hasn't needed to be because the the post was very much argumented in the way that well maybe Thomas Mackenzie did this and didn't you know didn't check or didn't do this or do this. Or maybe the you know WordPress didn't do this or didn't do this, or maybe the original finder didn't do this, didn't do this. It was very argumentative, but in 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 every case it was really strong. So if any of the people, so if I'd read it, if WordPress had read it, if you know if um, Caesar's Grunt had read it, he might have. Any of us might have felt um, upset about what this guy posted. I mean, the only problem, the only the only reason, obviously that. I um I seem to have come out of it well I seem I've come out of it good do you know what I mean but at, at the same time <laughs> yeah, the same the at the same time you know like I said I've had a lot of um, comments um, a lot of negative comments as well mm. so I think the only reason is because I am getting I am getting the credit for it and to be fair uh, yeah, you know I, mean, I understand I, I mean I'll, I'll yeah. I'm now going to jump to the other side of the fence you front front what front page news on the WordPress developers blog with this. When you when you're not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and, uh, not just not just on the developers blog. I was on the front page of WordPress. <laughs> uh, my name my, my name if you type it into Google has gone up to number three. Um and considering that there was a Prime Minister called Thomas Mackenzie, it's a uh, a very you know, it's <laughs> that's quite good really. Tommy, I just I don't know how you can draw draw simile between yourself and a prime minister now. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, in defence of the dude, that he raised some interesting questions. But for me, I'm gonna do this as a, a security dude. I, I think you did this appropriately and did it in the right way. Um, how you came about it. Yeah, this this is the lesson. This is the lesson that that is very very important, and I'm quite sure that you'll back this up. You need to document everything you do when you 
discover a vulnerability mm-hmm. or a bug, you need to you need to take it. I've just been reading a book called Cuckoo's Egg by a guy called Clifford Stoll, who does uh, who who was involved in in computer security at Berkeley a long long time ago. He was uh, he's a, yeah. an old physicist, and basically what he says is in, in physicist circles, uh, you know, if you don't write, if you don't document it, it never mm-hmm. happened. And for you, it was probably very very handy to have a ton of actual proof that you went through these processes and independently discovered this bug. Um, that, yeah, that, that that's you have right, your yeah. screenshots, your documentation, your actual honesty, integrity, even though it should never have been questioned, even if it was questioned, that you actually said, you know what, here's the evidence, here's the proof that I yeah. actually did my work and I found it and I certainly am not guilty of stealing anything. Um, yeah. Which is the the lesson that I think is is incredibly important to take out of this. Apart from as well that if you don't publicise vulnerabilities, they don't get patched, because you know credit where credit's due. Your proof of concept was the one that WordPress quoted and got, if I'm correct, to fix out pretty quickly. Was it not within like three or four days or something? It was it was within two days. Yeah, I mean, well, I had the unofficial. I had an unofficial patch that they actually incorporated into the into the official 2.92 within the hour. So, and I posted that straight on my website I, as soon as um, as soon as they sent me the the code that fixed the vulnerability because that's all it was. It was just just another form of sanitization. Um, I, I as soon as I got that, I put it on my website, and uh, that that was that. That was you know people people's WordPresses were getting fixed. Which you know, props. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. what would you, you know, the the fluffy question next? What would you do differently? Differently, um, I'd probably take a lot more time finding out if it had been, um, if it had been spoke about before or found out about before. Um, I'd also, as well, heard of worked a lot harder in distinguishing the differences between the bug that I found in the theme and the bug that I found within WordPress itself because that, that really did put me off guard um, and it really did knock me for six basically because I thought at first I'd found a WordPress bug and then figured that I hadn't and then kind of thought that I did and then I thought I hadn't and then I did and it, it took a lot. I mean, I can't remember when I, I spoke to you about it but I probably did sit on it with it for a good for a good two good two weeks just thinking about what I can do to document it what I can do to test it and I, I do remember ringing you and saying look I've I've got this and I am struggling a bit can you give us a an hand and you, know, you did point me in the right direction with that and like I say Ryan did give me a hand and uh, Matthew Hughes off my course gave me a hand with it as well so um in the biggest thing that I would do is probably just try and try and um, differentiate between the two bugs. Yeah, I mean, the, if I'm correct in, in in remembering what I said to you was was basically what you need to do is set up a number of test cases um, with themes, with randomly selected themes as well, and so on and so forth. It was just trying to lay out a, a, a scientific proof of it that we took a random selection of themes and you know we made it work on one and that was it and it was able to just 
partition where the the error itself lies i understand that that this is very very different web applications are maybe in some ways web applications are sometimes a little bit harder to to actually diagnose exactly what's going on because they're basically multi-tiered services when we boil down to it um yeah. so everyone the advice now the countermeasure to this is to update to 2.92 or 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 keep it two point eight point nine then. <laughs> two point eight point six, yeah. I mean, it's funny really because uh, I got obviously, like I say, I got a lot of publicity about it, and I've had a few job offers. Um, I've got a few job offers on um, from from people and from companies, and I've had a uh, and interestingly, I've had I've had an offer from somebody who wants me to test. Um, to test their WordPress blog, and I've been doing it. I've uh, come across a few things that they've inputted themselves on their own theme that you know are a problem. But the biggest, the biggest thing is, is they allow registration on the blog as well as running the old version. So the first thing I did was use the proof of concept that me and Ryan wrote and um, enumerated all the trash posts that they had. So I would definitely agree that you you need to update um, needs. Update WordPress. <laughs> uh, I, I thank, thankfully you did the link for me next. Um, what happened to you last week is probably the easiest way of putting it. But on top of it, you joined uh, a friend of Hacker Public Radio and Tracksec, uh, Ryan Dewhurst, at, at, at Random Storm, um, due to the work that you'd yeah. you'd found here. Um, so I believe first and foremost, congratulations. Um, uh, so what will you be doing for for Random Storm? Um, I I will be undergoing um, some training on network penetration testing, and the reason for that is because um, I can drive, and obviously my holidays are coming up soon, so I've got the summer coming up. Um, they want me to get get me on site, so uh, I'll be undergoing training for that. And first and foremost, I'll be working alongside Ryan, and also on my own, um, doing web application testing. Um, and yeah, that's ba- that's basically it. I've uh, been offered a contract which um, you know, gives me uh, gives me a part time work, and then also as the holidays come and. Um, as the holidays come, I'll get some more hours and come work. Come work a bit more, and I can also, obviously, hopefully, if uh, all all goes well, I've uh, also got a placement for my third year, and hopefully, you know, a job. <laughs> um, Tom, in in wrapping up, what do you what 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 is your advice to people that? find a vulnerability how do you think they should go about you know disclosing it and so on and so forth um i definitely think it's worth getting a second opinion um or maybe a third or even a fourth and getting somebody to try and help you help you you know along with that um obviously as well go about checking that it hasn't been talked about before and if it has how um, you're speaking about it differently, how you're making it, how you're going to make a difference to what other people have said. 
Um, but but like you said before, the biggest thing you need to do is documentation, um, screenshots, unbiased labs, and obviously you know times and dates of everything that you're doing because um, in the sake of web applications, um, I could test something tonight at midnight, which is you know something that could happen. I could test it and it could be vulnerable. I could then go write my report, hand it off to a client expect however much money um, I'm selling this, this web application test for and then they turn around and say well actually we've just tried that and it, you know, nothing's happened. So definitely document when everything's happening as well. Um, otherwise you're going to get yourself into a hole which you aren't going to be able to easily come out of without having you know, the documentation that we talked about before. So documentation, documentation, documentation. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, uh, uh, to be honest, yeah, I'm kind of old school when it comes to documentation. I have to be honest with you. I, uh, I have some great advice from a friend of mine at the, the Abertay Linux Society, Lee Hughes, who is immortal in Dundee for saying these very words, that software is documentation and documentation is software. And I, I couldn't agree anymore. And certainly when it comes to vulnerabilities, the proof has to be has to be there. Um, in wrapping up, people can find your blog post, your, your blog at www.tmark.co.uk. Is that correct? No, 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 that's not right. It's um, there's there's a couple of ways to get to it. There's www.tmacuk.com. Uh, Tmacuk spelled T-M-A-C-U-K. Um, you can get it to it. .com.co.uk. Um, you can also get to it at thomasmackenzie.co.uk, thomasmackenzie.net, and I think you can get it at teamatuk.net now. Oh, no, sorry, you can't, not yet. <laughs> that's something that's coming up soon. Enterprises, yeah, enterprises. <laughs> what is it? What is it, like a, like a seven-for-one deal going on at the domain register or something? <laughs> Bloody well wish so. I, obviously, like like you all know, I'm at university and I'm registering all these domain names when I've got the money, and then I'm spending the money thinking they've already gone out, and then a month down the line, I'm going overdrawn in an overdraft I don't even have because because I've bought all these domain names two months before. <laughs> and I believe you can be found on Twitter. Um, I'll best let you yeah. do your Twitter handle. Yeah, it's uh, TMAC UK about the same as way before TMAC UK and to anybody who's listening who wants to be involved in the industry or is you know a prospective student for any university for ethical hacking or even forensics it's definitely somewhere that you need to get on to add me and give us a shout and I'll send you a, a DM or an email with everybody that you should follow because without without Twitter um, I wouldn't I wouldn't have probably got gone to the on the course and I probably wouldn't be in the position that I'm in now just because of all the networking that I've got. <laughs> yeah, okay, we all know that security guys are Twitter junkies. Free software guys are all <laughs> identical, by the way. <laughs> I mean, just for our free-tard listeners out there. Um, so, in wrapping up... Uh, if you want to get involved in HPR, the, the best way that you can help HPR um, is maybe look at producing shows yourself. Like, you know, if you have a friend who's found a vulnerability, and why don't you get a microphone and record it and release it to HPR? 
or maybe your user group's having a talk and the speaker doesn't mind you recording it. Uh, if it is something that you're interested in doing, then why don't you contact Klaatu or Enigma at hackerpublicradio.org. Uh, all that's left for me to do is firstly thank our guest tonight, Thomas McKenzie, uh, and do make sure to catch his interview with a black cat. Uh, and go and visit his website and you can also catch him on tracksec.com Tom, from me, thank you very much for for joining us at Hacker Public Radio is there anything you want to say to the Hacker Public Radio lot before you go? Yeah, um, there is one thing I'm currently um, trying to start my own open source um, content management system it's very, very, very in the beginning stages this evening I've actually just written the login page Um, currently struggling with getting this MD5 encryption working, I'm not amazing at my PHP coding, just starting out. So if there's anybody involved with any PHP coding, or they know any more than I do, um, do get in touch with me at my email, which is tmac at tmacuk.co.uk, or get in touch with me on my website um, or on Twitter, just because I, def- I would definitely, definitely um, appreciate some help with that. And it will be on SourceForge soon, I hope. Awesome. Once I figure the name. Uh- <laughs> uh, just make sure no one else has chosen it before you here. <laughs> you know, or they I'll may have try. described it differently or something. Um, all that's left for me to do as well is thank you guys at home for listening to Hacker Public Radio, and we'll catch you again uh, on the next episode. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.